Good afternoon, folks. <clears throat> um, good to see you all. Thank you very much for tuning in last night to the All or Nothing podcast, hosted, of course, by Decker Heggy. Um, thank you to Decker for giving me the opportunity and the uh, the right to reply. Um, it was something which we've waited for for a long time. Obviously, that was the original arrangement that uh, Conroy would get his chance to go on, um, have his say. Uh, clear his name or attempt to clear his name and that uh, myself and Stephen Sears would get a right to reply. So um, better late than never. It arrived. I wouldn't put that down to Decker. I would put it down to the fact that Conroy is so unreasonable uh, to deal with and very difficult to work with. And having watched the subsequent aftermath of it and watched the videos this morning and uh, this afternoon when I got in, um, to hear that there is now uh, a distinct uh, gap between the two of them, that uh, Heggy has walked away and Conroy doesn't want anything to do with them, comes as no surprise. But um, I have watched your videos, Conroy, and um, I do have, um, you know, a little, a little reply, I guess. Um, and again, just to spell out, uh, the word isn't credence, it is credence. So... Um, you know, credence is what you're asking for uh, on the uh, five-page statement. Uh, credence is what you're asking for on the Sean Atwood post that you claim he edited. And credence on a smear campaign, which you seem to think I have led on you, which you didn't. All three things are fabrications. They are um, in your mind. And let's deal with them one at a time. Okay, the five-page statement has been online for months as part of Stephen Sears's first reply to the allegations that you made. Anyone watching this video, go down. I've made it very simple for you, so you don't have to go to the Google Drive folder. You can just click on Paddy Conroy's five-page statement and read it. Print it off. Download it. You can read it. There's nothing to hide there. It's a five-page statement to the police against Stephen Sears. It's as simple as that. If you watch back on some of Conroy's videos, uh, the ones that I haven't had to take down for defamation of character, he constantly mentions the fact that he reported me to the police. My name doesn't appear in the statement. So quite what he's going on about there, I don't know. But anyway, I'm not going to drag this out. It's there. The link is down below. Have a look. Download it. Print it off and read it. Paddy's... Handwriting is very distinctive, very small. It takes a little bit of reading, um, but I'm not going to read through it. As for the Facebook post that he maintains has been edited, um, I did read that out last night. Now, that is the Facebook post. Now, that may look a little bit odd. People might say that isn't a Facebook post. That is how it was sent through to me by Bernard O'Mahony uh, via a third party. Now, that quite clearly is a Facebook post. If you, very difficult to, 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 to zoom in on it. I did read this out last night on Decker's podcast, but I make no apologies for reading this out once again. Paddy Conroy, 25th of February, 2016. Paddy Conroy with Paddy Conroy, one hour. Now, at the top, the reason it says that is because Paddy had multiple accounts. And what he used to do was he used to post something on one account and tag his other account so it would be easy for him to share on his other account. You're not allowed to have more than one Facebook account, of course, and that eventually caught up with Paddy. This was the original post on the 25th 
of February 2016. Some spam came through on the family computer one night many years ago. Porn spam. I showed my then missus it straight away and look what happened. She said that the girl on the porn did not look even look 16 and to get that shit deleted off our computer straight away. It came through when, when we were downloading music and films, etc. Legal stuff. I, def I detected it straight away and that was the end of the matter. Also, we thought nobody else ever seen it except us two. No cops ever got involved. Nobody ever got questioned about it or anything like Sears is saying on his Facebook posts, etc. As nobody has ever found any stuff on our computer. Nobody blamed anyone else for it neither. It never came into the equation as I was never questioned about it by anyone. And the police don't even know about it, to be honest. Just me, my ex-missus and the lie detector bloke who told me it was spam. And that he had lie detected another 17 people for exactly the same stuff just a month previous to me. All spam, he said. And I passed my lie test for it, folks, which I took voluntarily. That is exactly what happened. I never even wanted to mention this to anyone, to be honest. But that's what happened, okay? But I passed my lie detector test for it. And just last month alone, I got spam porn another 15 times on my Facebook account. That's 100% facts concerning what Sears has been saying. Another 15 times I got it the other month too. But so did millions of other Facebook users too. That's it, right? That is the post. That is what he said. That is what is out there. Uh, that's what was out there in the public domain. That was taken from his Facebook by Bernard. And that was sent to somebody who I know who then sent it to me. Um, that really, in a nutshell, is probably one of the daftest things I've seen anyone put on Facebook. Why anybody would admit to, uh, to, to even having that on the computer, I don't know especially if there was only him and his missus knew about it, why make it a public song and dance about it? I've got to be honest, I've got direct contact with Terry Mullins. I haven't asked him yet, the lie detector guy, whether he did indeed interview 17 other people in exactly the same way about this. I find that hard to believe. He's a very busy man, and I'm sure he wouldn't be wasting his time doing lie detector things with 17 people over spam on a computer because nobody's that dense to go and ask for that to be done. Um... So there, that again, hopefully clears that up for you, Patrick. Saves you wasting a bit of time. He keeps saying there's been a smear campaign. There hasn't been a smear campaign. I've run a podcast. I interviewed Davy Glover. He gave a completely different side of the story than what he probably did in the 90s. That is his prerogative. Wasn't the greatest podcast. We were just starting out with podcasts at that time. Um, but yeah, you don't agree with what he says. But that is what he says. That's between you and him. I didn't put words into his mouth. I interviewed him. You can see it. It's on camera. So ultimately, the Davy Glover situation, which you say is the beginning of a smear campaign, is crazy. Yeah, it's upset you. But there's nothing I can do about it. And I'm not taking it down because it was a, an interview that I did with Davy Glover and he'd given his opinion. It's as simple as that. Um, you need to take that up with him. As for the paperwork which you say has no credence. You want to say the credence. It's not credence. It doesn't exist. It's not a word. Paperwork for that link, the link for the paperwork, sorry, is down below. Again, now that is, as you will see, from an MP. It is a letter written by an MP, which I obtained from Richard Haswell, the solicitor at that time for the Sears family. That particular paperwork 
states under October 1992, so people can easily find it, it says, you and Glover were working under police supervision. So, you've got an issue with that, you take it up with the MP, and you take it up with Richard Haswell. You don't take it up with me, because I'm just a messenger. I've researched, I've found that paperwork, and that paperwork, yeah, that is in the public domain. But let's remember that are making to decide who they believe. And, as we know, some people believe you. Not many, it has to be said. Some people believe the sayers. I would say the majority of people. It's people like admin, sorry, ex-admin, sitting in the shed, who believe you. And, and I've got to be honest, it's quite unnerving seeing the way you treat somebody who apparently is a friend. Somebody who is a lifer, an ex-lifer, who I would imagine has some kind of, you know, tariffs and reform, you know, recall notices on him, and you're treating them like, like he's shit on your shoe. Um, but in all intents and purposes, on a lot of your videos, you're laughing at him, you're mocking him, you're bullying him. And the poor guy, <laughs> I'm sure he's got an opinion, I'm sure he's got a mind of his own, but you're clearly just allowing him to, you know, allowing him to be mugged off on camera. You've now put him on camera. And I've got to be honest, he doesn't look very healthy. Is that chicken all right that you're cooking him? Anyway, getting back to the, the Facebook post that I read out earlier. Sean Atwood never read it with that post. That was a video that was put together by our media team to promote the book. We sent that to Sean. Sean received it. And we asked Sean to stick that on his videos to promote the book. Because, unfortunately for you, when we get up in the morning, you're not really the first thing on our mind. We were wanting to promote the book and get it out there. And because that particular story plays a part in the book, it finds its way into the promotion for the book. Because people like to know what is in a book before they buy it. Maybe one day when you write your own book, you will be in that position where you'll have to make that kind of decision. But that is why it was in there. Sean Atwood... Never edited that video. We edited the video, put it together, and we sent it to Sean to put out there. So again, that's a false accusation on your behalf. As for the Freemasons, yes, I'm a proud Freemason. There's not one policeman in my lodge. I don't go into there to, to cook up grand schemes against you, Paddy. Um, I go there because it's made me a better person. Have I benefited or gained anything from being a Freemason? Yes, one thing. Some really good friendships with some nice people. It helps us learn my lines because I've got to learn ceremony. And I think it's actually made me reflect more on the kind of person I am. And it's very charitable. We give a hell of a lot of money to charity within the local area. I'd like to think you were charitable. I remember in the old days when you used to do paintings. Or was that, you know, were you donating those to charity or were you, I'm pretty sure you were, but that is, that's the kind of person I am. Freemasons has done a lot for me and I'm very pleased to be in it. But is it some kind of sinister operation which is involved with police and gangland? I'm afraid not. That's, leave that with crime books like Linda LaPlante. It, it doesn't exist. Certainly not at my lodge anyway. Maybe it did back in the 50s and the 60s, but not anymore.
In fact, it's a dying art. The lodges are dying, especially after COVID, with a lot of the older school going. And it's not really something that's attractive to the younger generation, um, being a mason. So I'm afraid you're barking up the wrong tree on that particular score. <clears throat> Excuse me, let us have a drink. Brian Cockrell. Brian is recovering from two major operations. And on your videos over the last couple of months, you've had a pop at him on more than one occasion. I'm not Brian's manager. I briefly took over Brian's uh, managerial side of things, only briefly, to help him produce a book. We produced a book. We brought it out with uh, the help of the Duffy um, family. And the book was a big success. Once the book had come out, we went our separate ways. Did I have anything to do with him going under the Sean Atwood podcast? No, not at all. And the reason that I didn't is because Brian had already been on there. And by the time Brian went back on the Sean Atwood podcast, I had absolutely nothing to do with him. Did I have any uh, conversation with Brian? Did I speak to Brian before he went on? No, not at all. Ask Brian when he's fitting well. Certainly didn't. Not sure why you brought Brian back into it, but that is the fact. That is the truth. You can ask Brian Cockrell about that. Anybody can. In fact, you know, drop a message to Brian and Emma and ask them. They will tell you. And again, it suggests that I was managing Brian and using him as a smear campaign is, is rubbish. You also say that there's an article that I've written. I've never written an article about you. I've written the books. Um... Just the sales tried and tested and operation sales, but I've never written an article. I'm not in a position to. I don't write for any publications. The Vice article, which was written about your grassing of Stephen Sears and Stephen's subsequent trial and conviction, was written by Vice magazine. So anybody Googles Sears versus Conroy Vice magazine, but I'll put the link below. I haven't put it in now, but I will. You will see the article that Paddy keeps referring to. And that article wasn't written by Steve Rave. It was written by somebody who was in court on the day. And they essentially put the article together and put it on the Vice magazine. Because like most people who write about true crime, they found it absolutely bizarre that somebody who was calling them herself, Britain's Most Wanted, back in the 90s, would make a social media complaint uh, to the police against uh, another retired criminal. <clears throat> Strange situation. And that's why Vice covered it. Nothing to do with me. Yes, I was in the court. Yes, I was sat behind Bullock. And um, I was there really because I was writing the, the Operation Sears book. And if you're going to get facts correct, you need to be there and about. Touch on Berryman again. You keep mentioning Berryman. Once again, admin, ex-admin, sorry. Pass it on. I never did anything with Phil Berryman apart from meet him for a coffee in a coffee shop in Newcastle. The Wacky Backy Boat, where Paddy's referred to as Cordite, Peter Cordite, in the book, was all written by and produced and sold by Phil Berryman on his own. He self-published the book, and it is still there to this day, and you can still get a copy. The documentary was done by a guy called Paul Frost, so admin, that's p a e l f r o s t. Paul Frost. 
Now, he used to be the guy with the dark hair and the moustache who used to be on Town T's, ITV Channel 3. And he made a documentary to go with the book for Phil Berryman because they're friends. That's probably still available on YouTube. You can watch it. Check the credits out. Steve Wraith doesn't feature in the making of that documentary. And I'm certainly not in it or behind the scenes. So to suggest that I was involved with Phil Berryman in any way is an absolute load of tosh. Okay? So just to reiterate, the links are below for the paperwork. I didn't have anything to do with Berryman. Freemasons are not involved in crime and gangsters. I would never edited your Facebook post. And I've just read it out again so everybody can hear it. I've just showed it on the screen as well, exactly where it was. I've told you where it came from, Bernard O'Mahony. What have we got left? Tiger, Tiger. Dear my hero, if you're going to spend 12 months or five and a half years, two dates you've mentioned today already, trying to find out something that you know was true, that you were there, then good luck to you. And if you're going to waste your time making videos about it, to try and get subscribers, to try and get more likes, to try and get more hits, to try and get more attention, then go for it. Good luck to you. I wouldn't hold that against you. I've got no malice against you at all, really. Um, I've got nothing against a man trying to make a living. And I just wish you all the best in, in that respect because it's become tiresome. And you know what? It comes to something when I'm getting stopped in the street by people and it's happening on a regular basis now, uh, people are laughing at you. And they're laughing at the whole situation. They're, they're sympathising for poor ex-admin there who's getting dragged into it. Um, and then they're sympathising with people who try to help you, like Decker. Even though he hasn't seen the full facts from our side, he was good enough to get us on the podcast last night. And the way you treat people like him, with complete disdain, you mug them off, you slag them off, you... I just, I don't get you, mate. I really don't, and I never will. Um, I know you're going to continue to make these videos, and I know you're going to continue to do it until either, you know, somebody gets your channel blocked or, or whatever. You're upsetting other people now. You're upsetting James English. You're upsetting Sean Atwood. You're upsetting Bernard O'Mahony. Those three are far bigger than me in this game. Um... But I've said it before, you know, I was going to do no more podcasts about you, but thanks to Decker giving us the opportunity, then I felt that I had to come back on and just give you a little heads up on the stuff just to save you that little bit of time um, researching and to help the viewers try and understand because it's becoming a, a farce, really. People do enjoy it. And you're up to four 4,000 subscribers now, I think. I've even subscribed. Um, but it's becoming it's becoming tiresome and I fear for your mental health I really do I fear for your family and the effect it's having it on them because you know I know a lot of them have disowned you but I'm sure there'll be still some who are quite close to you and I just think for your own peace of mind and your own sanity you should just walk away from it and leave it because it's not doing anybody any good I did see on Decker's podcast I would happily meet you and that offer still stands um, 
I know you probably feel like punching me face off, but at the end of the day, I'm not scared of anybody and I'll come and see you. And I'll have a sit down and I'll have a chat with you. Um, but I don't think you'll ever take us up on that offer. You'll continue to say that you're going to put it off and put it off and you're doing things in your own time. And It's a delaying tactic to get more people to subscribe to your channel. And I get it. I get it. I've been a self-publicizer for, for over 25 years. I know how to play the game. And, and so do you. Um, you're learning anyway. I will say the two things you said were, were correct. You are crap at technology and you are crap at grammar, but I'll not hold that against you. Um, I was lucky my mum and dad put us into a private school. And it was an all-girls school when I went in, with boys admitted. Um, I'm not gay, Paddy. <laughs> Very homophobic, your posts, and that's why some of your posts have been removed. Um, I think some of the things you've said have been aimed at me to try and get a, a bite out of me. I'm not sure whether you aim, and again, ex-admin, you can pass this on. Is he trying to get me to, to report him, to to do a cease and desist, to, to go to the police? I, I don't know. I, I presume that is his game. That is what he wants me to do. And he wants me to go to the police, so I make a statement, and then he can sit in his shed with his cat and his rat and his fly and his chicken and his ex-admin and go, say, I told you, he's a glass. It's not going to happen. Um, it's It really is sad and pathetic to see this is what you've come to. And to think when I came to see you with Neil Jackson in 2009, I actually still had a bit of respect for you when we filmed you for the career documentary. Um, but even then, I saw the signs. When we left the camera running and you were going on about the Sears then, I could see what was going to happen. And other people have tried to tell you, Bernard O'Mahony's tried to tell you, back in the day, till you upset him and fell out with him. Decker's tried to tell you, fell out with him. Um, you're running out with people who, who are going to support you. And it's a pity because it could have been a lot better for you. And I think that's the reason that I don't dislike you personally. I think it's the fact that I feel quite sad for you. And to see you in the last two days on at least four of the videos start ranting, raving like a madman is, it's not good for your mental health. You're either going to have a breakdown or you're going to have a heart attack. And I wouldn't wish that on, on anybody. And for me, I just hope that this message sinks in in some way, shape or form with you. And I'm not doing this to mock you or mimic you. The man in the shed, the parody things, yeah, I did them for a laugh, do you know what I mean? To show that I can see the funny side. Um, in fact, a lot of people want them to come back, but I've not done one because I thought I got my point across. But it's just too time-consuming. It's wasting everybody's time, everybody's effort. And you might not have anything else to do, but I'm afraid everybody else does. Decker offered you the opportunity to do a live with Stephen. I think you should do that. I think you should go on a live. Go on a neutral platform if you don't want to do it with Decker. Um, and Sean Atwood's platform is as good as any. Get on Sean's. Sit down with Sean and you do it from the shed. We'll do it from the office and let's have it out properly. Um, or accept me, me invite of a meet up and me and you will meet up face to face. Nobody else, just you and me. And we'll have a sit down 
We'll have a discussion. Wherever you want to do it, publicise it. I, I don't care. Just get it, get it done, get it out of the way and move on. Because, as I said, it's not doing your mental health or your health any good. And I've got other things to do. So have a think about it. I know you don't watch our videos, so this will have to go through ex-admin, who I'm not sure is the best person to pass things on because he seems to say things and maybe you just shout over the top of him so you don't actually hear what he's saying because I've seen that happen on videos. But maybe you should just listen instead of shouting over the top of him and, and listen to what he's got to say. Or maybe just sit and watch this video and make a decision based on, on the facts that are in front of you. Click on the links below, see what's there. And hey, you tell me that paperwork's fake. That's fine. But I got that from the solicitor. So you're telling me that a solicitor has got paperwork, which is exchanged between another solicitor, Hindles, back in the 90s, is, is fake paperwork. I've read it all, and it's all there. Um, but of course, you can dispute what's in it, but it's there in black and white. It's a strange situation, and I think, you know, it's best left in the past, and I think everybody else probably feels like that. I certainly know the people who I speak to on a regular basis when I'm out and about in Newcastle City Centre think that. And I just think that your family, the Sears family, and the victim's family, of course, not going to name any names, but the um, you know there's one name in particular you keep bringing up on some videos, and it keeps getting dragged into things. And Decker brought it up on the video last night again, and you know I feel sorry for for anybody left behind from that particular incident because you keep bringing that up, and I think it's it, it's ridiculous. Um, I don't understand it. Don't understand why you would torment a family like that. Um, but yeah. I think that's all I've got to say on the matter. I think everybody everybody watching will, you know, hopefully understand. And, you know, that's the way it goes. I will take a few comments. You know, some of them might be slagging us off. I haven't looked at them. Is this still going ahead? The la Well, Dick Heggie did last night on his All or Nothing podcast. Um, I'm not 100% sure whether a live will go ahead. You'll have to ask Paddy. But he says he is going in. Um, on his own, he doesn't need Paddy. He's after crediting Pence. Yeah, crediting. Listen, by his own admission, he's not very good at grammar. So that is why. Uh, Tony Heath, can I ask a question? Yes, you can, Tony. Kerry Golden, tuned in last night. It was clear Decker didn't even want to listen or know about the facts. Look, he got us on, and at least he allowed us to speak. Um, he certainly took Paddy's side, and he'll admit that. Um, but from his perspective, he's washed his hands of the situation now. He said he got what he wanted, me saying that Paddy wasn't a nonce. And look, I've said that on, on Decker's show last night. He put up something on Facebook, which is particularly stupid. Stephen made a comment against him. Paddy got him nicked. It's as simple as that. Do I think he's a nonce? And I said it last night, and I'll say it again. No. But when you put something like that on Facebook or any social media, you open yourself up to a huge issue. People will attack you for it, and that's what happened. It's as simple as that. Tony Heath's question was, Paddy is asking about the Photoshop post you gave out to share. I mentioned that earlier, and I showed it on screen. 
Do all pedos stick together is the question, Steve. I wouldn't know. I'm not a pedo. I've got no idea what's going on in that kind of world, I'm afraid. Sausage, says Slong Wong. Thank you very much. That's the same question. Yeah, Tony, sorry, mate. I didn't come to the questions until now. I had a, a set of things that I wanted to put on. Um, Graveyard says, I have my suspicions on this Heggy fella. He's very defensive. I don't want to get involved in anything to do with Decker Heggy. Um, I did his podcast and I was added to a, a, a Facebook group. And from my perspective, I, you know, didn't want to take part in that Facebook group. And I didn't. Um, as for the allegations against Decker, he's made it quite clear on his show that he's going to deal with it in his show. So let's see what happens. Um, I've got nothing to say on that. And it's as simple as that. Why didn't Decker listen to the facts? He just ignored them. Carry out, you know, uh, he was doing the show his way. It's his podcast. You would need to ask him that. Jordy says, seems to get pretty easy sentences for his prior crimes. It's a point I raised last night on the show. Um, 50% off recommended sentences. Whereas when you look at the Sears's charge sheet and sentences, they all got, in some cases, um, you know, 20, 30% more than they should have got. So I think that tells you all you need to know about, you know, Stephen Sears, for example, and Paddy Conroy. Freemasons are good people, Steve. I know many who are good, integrity and charitable, like you said. Thank you, Graveyard. Uh, Roman group, first rule about Freemasonry. Don't talk about Freemasonry. Roman, you know what? That was probably the case back in the old days. Um, things have changed a lot, I think, since the Sky program. Uh, which um, was on Sky One um, inside the Freemasons, and I think if anybody gets a chance to watch it, download it or whatever, um, I would I would advise you to do it. It's currently shown on Sky Documentaries, and I think it just shows you exactly what we are—a um, charitable organisation, um, a bit quirky, I think, for people, uh, but I think people would enjoy it. Conspiracy theorists everywhere, Steve. Yes, I think you're right. Kerry says, I asked about the Freemasonry. It wasn't a loaded question, but genuine interest because of the findings with masonry and organised crime and Operation Tiberius. I'm not akin to Operation Tiberius. I presume that's the one that's just been quite recent. Um, I haven't read into it. I've got to be perfectly honest. Listen, of course, some criminals probably have been Freemasons, people who weren't criminals and then were convicted, but who were involved in Freemasonry. But that doesn't mean we're all in the same bush. It's like, you know, it's like comparing... I don't know, not going down um, something controversial here, but I guess it's like saying all Muslims are terrorists. They're not. 99% um, of the Muslims um, are not terrorists. But unfortunately, there might be a minority who will go and take on, you know, the extreme version of the Quran and, you know, go out and kill somebody. Um, it's, it's one of those situations which you genuinely you know, can't say that all Freemasons are the same and, and you can't judge people like that. Um, you know, you, you can't say that about everybody. So that's my view on that. Stephen says, I didn't need any clarification, Steve. I understand why you felt the need. Well done. And I hope this guy stops now, but I strongly doubt it. Yeah, sad, but true. Decker shouldn't stick his beak in. He's a podcaster. He's trying to build his channel and... The only disappointment I had with Decker was that he didn't come back to us straight away. But I understand he fell out with his previous business partner. His previous business partner has been a massive help to me, I've got to be honest. 
um, since he walked away from the situation for his own reasons, and that's between him and Decker. Um, he's been very helpful to me. And I personally wouldn't have a bad word to say about him because anything we've asked of him or about the situation, he has delivered. And, you know, what a thank him for that, really. He's had a lot of grief himself over the last couple of weeks. Do you do you do secret handshakes and is the royal family Freemasons, says James? Some people in the royal family have been Freemasons in the past, yes. Um, the Duke of Kent is certainly a Freemason. Um, but handshakes are part of it, yeah. If you want to learn more about the Freemasons, simply Google Freemasonry uh, and Google the... Um, you, know, you, can go you can Google the ceremonies. You can find out what it's all about. I admire the Freemasons. It's a big commitment to take on. Shows strength and loyalty. All conspiracy theorists everywhere, like that nut a heck yeah. Look, for me, Decker was fair last night. So that's your opinion, mate. Um, but, you know, I understand not everyone gets on with everybody. Afternoon, Tom. Uh, James, not really. They are bound by something bigger and more powerful than Freemasonry, says Kerry. Uh, James, well, why does Prince Harry put his hand in his jacket when in public? I've got no idea. I often thought it's because he hadn't... You know, sometimes you haven't taken the buttons off that were sewn on the inside or something. I've got no idea. I've got no idea. Uh, but that's got nothing to do with Freemasonry. Jordy uh, Nemesis, fail to prepare, prepare to fail. Well said, yeah, that's a saying that I've used on many occasions. Heggy's not got the strength to be a podcaster. You are going to get hate everywhere if you're a podcast host. Heggy's a sensitive character, not stable, needs to seek help before podcast future. Again, Graveyard, your, your opinion. Um, but I'm happy to share everyone's opinions as long as you're respectful. Uh, that's an old military saying, Roman. Correct. Uh, I don't know, should I join the gym or the Freemasons? Join both. I'm a member of both, Garrett. Join the gym, it's cheaper. And there's women. <laughs> there is women in Freemasonry as well. Um, there are female Freemason groups. Piney, hope you're well, mate. Um, slippery man, you, Steve. Thank you, uh, Mangoes. Cockeyed goldfish. Great name, by the way. Uh, this you've just admitted this is a game to you play silly games, you win silly prizes. It is a game, it is a game. Do you not think it's a game, Roman? Do you not think it's a game? It's a game, it's a podcast game. People trying to get views, trying to get subscribers. Conroy's doing that, he's trying to build himself, build his profile up. But he's you know, he's done quite well so far in a, in a small, like in a small time scale. You say Paddy's a fantasist. You've just done the same. How have I done the same? I don't understand. You show the decker you can't be taken. Uh, you you show the decker you can't be talked down to. Yeah, I, I, well, I, I just went on with my own my own views, and the truth always comes out. Um, he clearly still doesn't believe what I've got to say, but at the same time, my perspective, um, I know what I'm saying is true, and that that is why it comes across as genuine. Ryan, it's obvious this all comes from the Glover interview and Decker's anger is coming from Gary Furby. Okay, supported Gary. Uh, Gary's put something out on his Facebook today in response to last night, so I don't think you'll be taking him up on the podcast topper. It is only me who thinks Heggy needs to seek mental health treatment before a podcast he is too sensitive and isn't good for his mental health, says Graveyard. Uh, that's all he can do, though, is talk, a professional talker, a wits of Ben, or fighter. Who would have thought? Um... Yeah, I, I am a professional talker. Um, and, and, you know, I've, I've got the facts on my side. George says, loved it last night, Steve. Don't waste your time on him. You leave it alone and get on with your life, mate. Thanks, George. 
Just wanted to clear things up. Roman says, you mean the Glover interview where Steve interviewed a cabbage and unwell man to push his agenda? I haven't got an agenda, Roman. I clearly went out to do an interview with David Glover because I wanted to interview him in the past. The opportunity came up. I interviewed him and it wasn't a great interview. I wish I'd had an hour with him, but we didn't. We got, you know, probably 10 minutes of footage. That was it. Wasn't a great interview and off he went. Um, didn't suit any agenda, but I can see why you think it did. Oh my God, not Tiger Tiger Gate again, says Kelsey. That's going to gun. That's going to run and run that, I'm afraid. Agreed, he wants another five years. It won't be good for health. He won't get another five years out of me on this. Steve, just ignore him. Won't be doing your mental health any good either, to be honest. I'm fine. I'm, I'm, I am fine. Don't worry. Um, you're telling these solicitors are legit. Um, some are. Some are very legit. Depends. Though. I haven't had, haven't had to have a great deal of work with solicitors, but I've spent a lot of time with Richard as well over the years. Haven't you? Because of the books and, and work out what's going on and, and what happened. And he's been a mine of information and he's got all the paperwork. Um, well said, buddy. Thank you. All the best. Cheers, Stu. Uh, Solly Atwell, more Bent and the villains. Again, all down to opinion. Cheers, Steve. Thank you, Ryan. Uh, I'm editing a video together. Thank you, Video Craig. Uh, video Craig's got some interesting takes on this. He gives a balanced view. Um, somebody who is quite good in the podcast world, I've got to say, and he's been watching all of this and uh, he's been giving his own uh, opinion on it. So I'm looking forward to hearing what he's got to say on his next video. So give Video Craig a follow on YouTube. So Jock says, truth is truth until unadulterated uh, only. I, I smell forged T-shirts. Classic. I can't say fairer than that, Kelsey, you're right. Uh, Roman says, but that 1% can be a huge problem. Mm. What actually are Freemasons? We're involved in a charitable organisation. It's global. Um, it's not like the Illuminati. Um, it's a global Freemason. Uh, it's global Freemason community, and we raise money for charity. So it's as simple as that. There's a good documentary uh, called Inside the Freemasons that explains it pretty well. Uh, Kelsey, you're right. Uh, fidelity, fidelity, fidelity. Yes, 100% Alberto. Uh, Freemason Mount, says Garhead. I'm not sure what that means. Uh, Jesus, lad, you really need to brush up on your intellect. You don't do yourself any favours at all. Uh, is Mason someone who works with bricks? That's stonemason. Correct. Uh, last few questions. Your condescending and patronising comments, uh, comments is helping no one. James, I'm simply defending myself. Uh, I'm not sure if you were talking about me there. Flustered, Roman, I'm not sure who you were talking about. I thought you handled it perfectly, mate. God bless you. Exposure TV, thank you very much. Um, and I know you're very fair, Exposure. I've seen your comments on a lot of podcasts, and I know, you know, if I'm doing something wrong, you would always have a pop at me as well. So, fair play to you. You know why Gins, Hines, is hand, Masons are deceivers, says uh, Andy. No, not all Masons are deceivers either. Can't generalise. Steely Gallon, both parties want to stop it all, making a laughing stock of the old school values, which is the rule they all supposedly live by. Shame it's come to all this. Don't understand. Keep up your good work. Stevie, thanks, pal. Hope you're well. Good lad, Stevie. Um, attentification, a bit naive joining Freemasonry when you don't have a clue what you serve with the 33 degree. They could be a right bunch of nonsense. Um, it's not in that way at all. I, I'm working at a local level. Um, and what I'm doing for the community and for charity is is something which I'm very proud of. Paddy's turned on Decker Hall ready today. Paul, no surprise. Conroy's going to get three strikes before his channel builds up into a career opportunity. He got a strike the other day. The strike was easy to contest under fair use. I bet you he hasn't dealt with it. Kirk, you're probably right. Steve well said Decker's woke up to Paddy at last. Hopeful. Thanks, Gary. I hope so. 
Are you still mates with Danny Cox? Yes, I still know Danny Cox. I haven't heard from him because of COVID. We did text each other once or twice. Um, I hope he's well. Exposure, T-V-E-E, says Lenny. Uh, hello from Plymouth. Uh, hope you're well, Gary. My pleasure, Steve. Keep it real. I will do. Uh, Steve, did you fall off the quote? <laughs> That's how you wind people up when they get to that level. Cheers, brother. Uh, Lol, says uh, Lenny. And great show, Steve. Uh, but when is Callum Wilson due back? Find out. Six o'clock tonight with a Liam Kennedy show uh, when I'll be back to doing what I do best, which is talking Newcastle United. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Take care. And Paddy, please take the advice. Move on. Mm -hmm.